0: Quick disclaimer before starting, this is a rated R movie, so just have that in mind. I will try not to swear or say anything too bad in this, but just be aware. And enjoy the episode. GEG Reviews! Hey everyone! How are you all doing today? Me, I'm doing great. I hope you are. Um you know, I, I feel I feel like this is a great movie to start with um step brothers it's a uh will ferrell flick that i watched a few times um watching it for the move for this review i will say it holds up for what i you know first thought it to be very very dumb humor i will say that if you like dumb humor then this is for you <laughs> um so i'll start with some you know my own opinion on the movie and whatnot how I feel of it myself and to really start with it I, I think it's a pretty dumb movie when you really get down to it the characters the scenes like when Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, their characters are on screen together you know there's gonna be some stupid banter like some of the like it, it gets so random at times that I I can't even explain what happens that's that's how random these guys get to be sometimes. Um, so, I think the movie did pretty well for what it was, um, released in 2008, it had IMDb score 6.9 out of 10, which is, you know, not, you know, godly, but I still think it's a score it deserves. Tomato Meter was 55%, yeah, I can see why they would rank it so low sixty-nine percent for audience yeah again it's a around the same t- score of IMDB it's not a it's a funny movie if you're like you know toilet humor and whatnot <laughs> um but, you know back to opinion stuff and I, I don't really have much else to say unfortunately it's a good I find it funny sometimes um, I think the uh, they did a good job at being stupid uh, John and Will. They did a good job of being stupid the whole film. It's uh, nothing against them, but it, they did a good job of that. I, I couldn't see myself getting on a set and just flopping around as they do. I couldn't do it. I, I just couldn't do it. Um, but you know, let's get into some plot here. Uh, it's essentially Will Ferrell, or Brennan, I'll still refer to him as Will, but you know. And then John C. Riley is Dale uh they're they both are like 40 years old i think will's only 39 but still around 40 years old they are idiots straight idiots and they are they live at home with their parents brennan or i'm you know i'm gonna call will by brennan and john c riley is dale so i just want to well, write that down if you want to but brennan's mom she he lives with her uh, there's no dad. He got a divorce. He divorced her and then Dale lives with his dad and, and his mother Parrot or <laughs> why did I say parish? died uh, When he was younger Brennan has a younger brother named Derek about three years younger than him and And Well, he doesn't live with his mom because Derek is a you know successful guy and isn't you know a man-child <laughs> um and the parents meet at a little talk the dad was giving because he's like a medical guy, you know he got big money what he got, and he was doing a talk like a I don't want to say TED talk it was nothing like that but like a lecture oh well, it's not a lecture I don't know how to say he was on a podium he was talking to a bunch of. You know, rich people. his mom, Wolf, uh, Brennan's mom was in the audience, not sure why, she just kind of was. She was at the right place at the right time. And he looks at her, and, you know, sparks start to fly a little bit. He got the little zing. And then, you know, they do some crap at the, uh, they start talking. <laughs> and the randomness in this film shifts a lot. Like, it will go... 100 percent in the wrong direction every time it can like all of a sudden he stops giving his talk and they're in a room making out that is this movie they will go the route away from what you want to do now when it comes to their actual marriage I feel this movie is more about them like their marriage instead of the the guys because the messages and story in this movie make no sense at all half the time like, and you can tell throughout the movie, they their marriage deteriorates more and more because they got married. I don't even want to say within a year. Like, I got married pretty fast, and they broke up again pretty fast. Like, it hasn't even been a year since they were married, and they broke up. And again, the reason they broke up was again because I don't want to. They blame the two guys, the Dale and Brennan. But I don't think that. I don't I don't think it's that far. But you know, we'll go back to the marriage in a minute. We got to talk about Daryl, D- Dale and Brennan first. So, Brennan uh doesn't have a job. He used to he had a couple jobs in the past, most recent one being at PetSmart. Uh we got fired cuz, you know, whatever reason. And Dale uh well, he doesn't have a job. I don't think he ever He didn't ever really had a job. He went to college, though, which I find pretty impressive compared to Brendan, who never did. But he tried to go into the family business, which, um, you you don't, there's not, he he was a medical scientist, dude. There's no business to go into. And, you know, he told him that it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Um, but after the, after the wedding, which they, of course, make a scene at because they're idiots they meet each other on the front in the front yard and you get to see their first interaction it's not very nice interaction they don't like each other the slightest they they and throughout the first little bit of the film here they just hate each other it is a burning hatred for each other just straight up I don't like you, you don't like me. It doesn't really escalate to violence for a little bit, but it, they go from like just annoying each other at dinner to straight like drawing stuff on their faces and shirts. It gets, it's so dumb, but there was one rule in the house that will, that Brennan doesn't break at first. It's do not touch Dale's drum set. Now you might think, well, what's so special about a drum set? Well, it's Dale's drum you don't touch Dale's drum set. You got me? And it's in his own little office. You know, he got a little set up there, the drums and he even had a like a weird like I don't know how do you say it? like it's like a it's like a chimey one like you tap it. I don't know why he has that. It feels kind of off for it, but you know and Brennan, you know, is a little bit of a musician himself. During dinner, they talk about how he had an amazing voice, you know, and he sing. And Will Ferrell does sing a few times in this film, and I will say, every single time he opens that his, his mouth to sing, it is god awful every time. And there's, and then the final scene is so hard to listen to um and it's funny. john c riley as dale sings a little bit uh, at the dinner scene he sings infinitely better than Brennan ever will as the wolf ever will he's just not a singer unfortunately and i'm not a singer either so you know what are you gonna do some people just aren't um more about early in the film i would say nothing really too much happens besides them you know just being mean to each other and whatnot there's no real like rec- like connection between them until we meet um the younger brother to brennan Derek, who a uh, bit of a history factoid in the movie was uh like 14 at the time uh brennan was 17 he did a talent show and did a little excerpt of a pilot a pilot pirates musical now I'm not I'm not sure what it was they didn't play too much audio of the actual music but the whole point of the story was that Derek replaced the choir of this musical and was him instead with his football buddies and uh, you could say they don't they don't exactly sing a very um, appropriate uh, song about Brennan I will I will not say it here you can Google it for yourself. I, I don't really want to say it. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, all the... the It's, it's pretty bad. I'm going to say it's pretty bad. And a whole bunch of the audience members start joining in. The nastier parents of these kids start joining in. Like, what? And then Brennan's mom starts joining in. You can't make this up. <laughs> You can't make it up, and I guess he was going to win because of this, because ever, because he's an angel. He's an angel singing in this movie. I don't know why, but he is, and uh, Derek, though, won instead by singing, or by singing. I don't want to say singing at all. It's lip syncing Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice with some very attractive background dancers, and for for some reason, the dad is like, oh, I, that's, it's a good song. I'm like, seriously? Seriously, that's what you got from that whole story? Jesus Christ. Um, and I will say what I love about this film, it, with especially these funny scenes, like it, the next very scene, like they have such good angles for all of these. Like they go, it's just so cartoony sometimes. Um, I don't want to talk about every single joke. I had a lot more I wrote down, but you know what? I would rather have you watch the movie to enjoy the jokes, the rest of them. Um, For more story stuff, though, Derek comes over for dinner with his family. They're a bit of a... I don't know what's up with Derek. He just has an obsession with singing. He's also, just like in the story, kind kind of a jerk. It's kind of his whole thing. That's his character. It's his character trait. He's a jerk. Um, and his he makes his family sing with him. The kids seem to enjoy it, but the wife. Oh, we, we'll talk about her in a minute. Uh, but you know when they're over for dinner. Uh, him Derek and the dad seem to really hit it off. Like they're all like chummy, and you know later on they're all like, I can sell your house, man. I got you." And he's like, "Really? That's so great." and they're all in these but the thing is a piece of the marriage starts to crumble there when he's when he uh talks down to the wife for for a small little second and when i'm watching this it's making me think There, this is this isn't a very good marriage it was very rushed i'll say like you can't rush a marriage like this they barely knew anything about each other they you know talked about each other while they first started making out but other than that personality was very different and the dad is a much more firm kind of guy. You don't see it in the opening scene where he talks to his son Dale, but it's very much obvious that he's not a very compassionate guy when it comes to his son or stepson. But the mom is a lot more compassionate. She accepts a lot more what they do. You know, thinks of them as children and they are children mentally. And, you know, Brandon is nowhere to be seen. He's in like a treehouse, which is very important, mind you. Very important thing is this treehouse. When it comes to... When it comes to the wife, though, of Derek, you know... She... When you have an obsessive husband like this, when he's constantly making you sing and take lessons... Yeah, he makes her take lessons for singing and yells at her when she's flat. Which is kind of messed up, in my opinion. Uh, When she hears about what Dale does to Derek in the treehouse... And she gets all fawned over him. She's like, "I love you. I'm gonna like pleasure myself to you tonight." What? (laughs) Okay. Whoa, whoa. We we gotta calm down a little bit here. And this is the first time they're interacting. I think, like, in in, like actual talking. It's insane. And what Dale did to Derek in the treehouse is nothing inappropriate. All he did was punch him in the face after being antagonized by Derek, of course. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't condone violence in any way. It was not a... These are idiots we're talking about here. They are... They'll, they, he told them to punch him. That is, that is what he said. He told him to punch him, so it was okay. Uh... And after this, they bonded a little bit uh, before Derek showed up, but this is... That's what... with Over some very, very inappropriate magazines. They... Really started to bond though, Dale and Brennan after this scene. They're like watching Shark Week together. They're like, I still hate you, but you know, you can tell they're growing up as brothers. They're brothers now. And they and they start, you know, doing stuff together. Actual context and what they're doing depends on the part of the movie. Early on, at least they're not beating that crap out of each other like before. Like, they were they were in the yard. Dude was having a whole, swinging a bike at Dale. It was it was pretty chaotic, but now though they're practicing karate in the in the garage, playing in the treehouse. It is very very uh, entertaining, I'll say at least. When it comes to their actual bond as brothers, it's pretty weak because again they 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 hate each other for the first part of this film, and they only start like liking each other for a little bit now. I mean, before, you know, and again, Brendan still never touches Dale's drums. That's still a thing. But, you know, after rubbing his nuts on one of the drums, and I, I don't know how Dale would still be friends with him. It just doesn't feel, I, I, I don't, actually, I shouldn't say friend, it's brother. I don't know how he would be a, you know, brother to him for rubbing, for that happening. And that's why they fight in the yard, because he it's it's a scene that's a scene that they talk about a little bit before actually going into it he said i'm gonna do it dale's like don't you do it but he does it and we get to get a full sight of it you know yeah you're gonna see that on tv <laughs> uh but you know after bonding a bit over all this goody goody messed up stuff they, you know, they're watching Shark Week. They're all chilling, fist bumping, still saying they hate each other. And the parents walk in. And they're planning and Derek is planning to sell the house. Yes, the the dad asked Derek to sell the house. And I will say Derek is kind of the imposing force in this movie, the antagonistic one because he is essentially what causes every single problem that comes. He starts the divide between the two parents, and it really does start to show that, well, maybe are not really perfect for each other, and I don't think they are. They really aren't. It's kind of a... It really came out of nowhere that they started doing this stuff. But Dale and Brennan need to start getting, you know, their lives together because when they sell the house well they're gonna be sailing around the world uh the parents because the dad has a real dream of doing this and in truth while the mom does say she likes to she would love to go sail around the world after a little while i think the dream starts to die in her she doesn't really care anymore it's she's sacrificing her son just go in a boat? Like, you start to see it a little bit. And she starts to care for Dale as her own son, too. While the dad, not too, not too caring about all this. But interviews start. They have about three interviews, really. Which I find incredible that the dad only scheduled three interviews for the three, for the two guys. Um, but they make some awful, awful, awful decisions during these, like, and now, it's like, it, it, they insult the. They, they just don't do it right. I'm just gonna say that they didn't. They insult the interviewer. They they mix up by doing like a tag team thing, but it, it doesn't work in the slightest. And when it and and the final interview though actually doesn't go too bad. And then and and, and then Dale kind of they ruined it in the most simplest way possible, and I'm not sure why it did though. It's kind of weird. He uh, it's the it's a he's like a gym teacher, I think he was. I'm not sure who the uh, actual interview was, but it was Seth Rogen. You know, Seth, I and personally, I really like Seth Rogen. I think he's a he's a hilarious actor. Uh, everything he's is. I just love his voice. It's just really funny hearing his voice. With and he's looking for employees who he can, you know, talk to, hang out with for like twelve hours a day, which is a long work day. I don't know. I don't know what the heck they're doing. But things seem really good. He find they're wearing tuxedos and bow ties, and Seth Rogens find it really ironic and funny. Totally not the, you know, reaction that they're expecting because that's just what they thought they should wear. But Dale does the awful decision to fart and this isn't just a regular fart i'm telling you this is a fart that's loud and the seth Rogen character tastes you heard me right there tastes oh like onion and ugh, i i can't i don't even want i can't i can't even explain the fart to you it's just that gross it's that gross and you know it just doesn't work very well it doesn't go very well um now for the last little bit here i'll talk about this to probably the last little part i'm gonna really go over any like specific part of the story besides the end when it comes to the next scene it it, 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 it hits the dumb meter like they they cranked it up as high as they could and said hey what, what what could we do as dumb characters, Will Ferrell talking to John? Like, what could we do that's so dumb as grown men that could make people laugh? And John was like, what about little kids? And I'm not talking about anything bad. I'm talking the little kids doing stuff to the grown men. And, you know, I'll leave you with that kind of information. And by the end of it, they weren't exactly too happy. They were... Oh, God. Let's just say dog poop was involved in it. And they were. Cr- and Dale was crying a little bit afterwards. Uh. But, you know. And after all this, the parents are kind of done with their crap. I mean, the dad is just not even in the same room. He's just so done with them. I mean, I would too. And when it comes to the ending of this kind of kind of yeah it's, it's an okay ending i guess it's a happy ending we all expected it to have because it's Will Ferrell or anything else but they move out they get a they both have stable jobs and then they throw it all away because the dad it turns out one is used to be a man-child too or at least had sympathizes with them for the first time in the film Like, I wanted to go to the dad character and slap him in the face and tell him you're a freaking idiot dude why would you tell them to do anything involving children things dude the music guys at this party that uh, Brennan was hosting for the company he worked for uh, had to be escorted out because they got a little uh Violent with the patron because they kept yelling song requests that they didn't play which I'm like Well, you we played pretty limited songs my dude. You gotta you can't just have a single song You gotta have more you got variety these guys obviously don't want to listen to you Which makes sense, you know, Brennan was the guy who hired him so I can only assume Who actually made the mess up here? but Derek it or derek dale is also there working as like a caterer because you know of course he got the simpler job which i find brennan stupider than dale but you know what who cares it's always the the stupider characters that get a better job in these movies but after the the guys get escorted out we need music because i guess now the party is ruined yay what, what, what's the party even about isn't i think it's about like let me. Yeah, it's about helicopters. Like they're trying to sell helicopters. What a great, what a great party, you know. And the dad convinces the the, the two man children. Hey, I know we could do this. We, you need to get up on that stage and be yourselves. So Dale hits the drum set. Brennan hits the microphone, and we get to listen to his soothing 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 voice yeah it's it's awful i hate his voice i hate it, it it's the only thing i don't like about the movie is his is singing it's so bad man like I, I just can't do it i can't listen to it anymore are you watching this i'm like i can't listen to this man i can't I'm telling myself just turn it off turn it off let's go back and watch let me, I, I i'll rewind it to the nazi stuff yeah Yes, there is Nazi stuff in this. Only a little scene, and it's very funny. I'll give you that. Uh, but the movie ends with a pretty happy note. Uh, the, the wife of Derek trying to hit on, um, Dale disappears, and set, and Dale's like, "I can't be with you. You're married to the jerk, Derek." Who, after, after hearing, Brennan's singing voice is redeemed. No, no, you, you can't do this. You can't, man. Like, bro, I, I think Will Ferrell gave up. He gave up at the end here and said, screw it. The jerk character, he's cool now because he heard my beautiful voice. And you know what? I don't care because it's just a movie that really it didn't need to be made in truth it's a pretty dumb movie i enjoyed it you know i'm all yelling about it but i I think i I, it was a good flick that's all i'll say about it it's a good movie does it deserve the flack that it ever got by people who say they don't like it oh yeah i can totally see it and it kind of deserves it half the time but you know a couple more minutes here just talk about how just kind of just overall i think the scenes the set designs set designs why, why, why did i say that screw that screw screw the set design talk the the scenes were great i will say when it comes to comedy this is your movie you come coming for story you're not gonna get it you're not gonna get it the the marriage story side story with the parents is so much better than the brothers that's kind of the main story though you know they get together it's a rushed wedding um they they break up really early and then they get back together in the end yeah i didn't talk about that sorry it's literally just complete and utter stupidity what are you gonna do though you know do i think it works for what it is it works as a movie about two stepbrothers getting together and saving their parents marriage that they just kind of screwed up in the beginning what are you gonna do Other notes throughout the movie, I feel that the, uh, I feel they could have done something better than having Wolf Ferrell sing. You like could have just had him play the drums or be an even better drummer than Dale, you know, have him be the, the superior one and be like, Oh my god, you're like my, my brother because you can you play it better than me. Just as well and you know because they do that they do that in the film they compare a bunch of stuff They do a bunch of stupid stuff together build a bunk bed and one collapses on the other and gets hurt and it's just It's funny. It's funny Before I end this I want to talk about one more thing about the movie and it's the sleepwalking stuff and You can't make up anything in this movie. I can't exaggerate anything that this movie has to offer so the two guys coincidentally both sleepwalk and both have very specific actions during sleepwalking and you know that and that's revealed later on after the parents walk into the kitchen and see the destruction they caused because before doing their specific actions They proceed to, these two guys proceed to close their eyes and just swing their arms around pretty much. Like, take a, like, I don't even know what happened. I don't even know what happened. I'm trying to watch the scene slowly. I'm like, what is going on, man? I can't can't even tell you what's going on. I can't tell you what happened. Because I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) It's, it's, it's it's hilarious, this movie. For a recommendation, I will say, Yeah. You should watch this, it's a good movie. I will say it lives up to Will Ferrell, John C. Riley. definitely not their best work, but well, it's, it's pretty good. As the scores say, people didn't really care for it the most. People still liked it, it's not a throw it out, directed dvd crap hole that Aladdin 2 was, but I will say it was pretty good watching it again. I had fun watching it again for this review. And I hope everyone else who listens to this watches it as well. My name is George. G-E-G Reviews. Over. Hey, guys. I just want to thank my listeners for tuning in to this. It is my, you know, first episode, and I'm, you know, pretty proud of it. I still have much work to do in polishing everything, but I will say things will only get better. Thank you all for listening in. I'm George, and now, (laughs) now, it's over.